0: Hello, I'm meteorologist Dave Epstein, and this is the latest edition of Growing Wisdom. And today I want to talk about No Mow, May. Perhaps you've heard about it. It's gaining traction across North America, the United States. And the goal is to kind of just slow down and really not mow during the month of May. That's the goal, allowing flowers to bloom in your lawn and help the early season pollinators. I'll talk about whether or not this is really a good thing, or whether it's all hype in just a second. And, uh, you know, if you do a little Googling, which most of us do at some point, uh, it was first popularized by Plant Life, which is an organization based in the UK. But again, it's moved into the United States. And you can find some good research out there from the Midwest where You know, they might have looked at different areas, different neighborhoods where some folks were not mowing and other folks were mowing and just kind of counting pollinators, bees and butterflies and other things out there that benefit from the lack of mowing. So should you do it? Should you not mow in the month of May? So the short answer is it's not a bad idea if you have things in your lawn that were they not to be mowed would flower and be good for pollinators. If your lawn is super chemically treated, you have a monoculture of just one type of grass, it's honestly not really going to matter. So, you know, mow away unless you want to save a little bit of money or help protect the environment a little bit because you're not using as much CO2 from whatever you're mowing. Or maybe you're using a, an electric mower, which is which is wonderful. But if you have a lawn like like my lawn, so it gets treated a few times a year. It gets treated organically. It does have some great clover in it. It's got some what would consider weeds, like there's creeping Charlie in there, which gets this little purple flower. And so some of the areas where I don't mow or I keep the mow pretty high, uh, some of those things will flower, and they're great for pollinators. So it's not just this, hey, don't mow, and that'll save everything because it just depends on what your lawn looks like. And here's the other thing. Let's say you live in an area where you've got a lot of ticks. You know, you abut woods, and all of a sudden now you're not mowing for an entire month. And it's a fairly wet month, and your grass gets really high. That is going to provide habitat for your ticks to move into the lawn. So, you know, maybe, you know, and this is just some sort of thinking out loud a little bit, you know, maybe you have an area of your lawn that you've let kind of become more naturalized. It has a few more weeds in it. It has some clover in it, and that's more beneficial. It has um, some of the early violets. So some of those little violas that you see, the little purple ones, which people don't like in their lawn, uh, they're great for pollinators. Dandelions, eh, they're they're okay, Uh, If you if you do a little bit of research on the type of nectar that the pollinators are getting, it's not necessarily great from the dandelions. It's not bad. But dandelions aren't an amazing early season, you know, thing for our native bees around here, uh, as opposed to some of the other things. So that's sort of the answer on the no mow may. Uh, I tend to I will be mowing in May. I have, uh, you know people outside i've got the dogs which get enough ticks anyway but i tend to keep my grass very high i tend to let the clover go to flower uh, i try to encourage the clover actually in certain areas of the lawn it's also good for the rabbits because the rabbits will end up eating my perennials and if you have some nice white clover in your lawn the rabbits tend to gravitate towards that as opposed to some of the other perennials so i like it for that as well but i have so many things flowering in the garden at you know, most of the year that there's plenty of stuff for the pollinators. Uh, So no mo may, may or may not apply to you. Uh, And I encourage you, if you are using a ton of chemicals and are one of those folks who feels like you have to have the perfect lawn. And again, my lawn looks pretty good. But, you know, see if you can go organic. See if you can allow some other grasses in there. See if you can allow a little bit of clover. Can part of your lawn, if you have... You know, a huge lawn, can some of it be left to go to a natural meadow? And so maybe it's not an all or nothing thing. Maybe it's just, you know, you're doing little bits. I've probably taken out, you know, since I've been in this house for, you know, over two decades, I've probably taken out about 50% of the lawn. So I'd say that about half from what it was when I bought the house back in the late 90s. Is gone. It's all gardens at this point. It's a lot of natives. It's not all natives, but it's a lot of natives. And it's got a lot of things for habitat. And, you know, I certainly encouraged that. But I do like some lawn. I like to be able to meander around between the gardens. I like people, if I want to have someone come and sit outside and grab a chair and sit on the lawn or put a blanket down, that's good. And, and I'd like to have a little bit of lawn. So there's, there's my answer to no, Mo may. It is good certainly with some caveats and certainly know why you're not mowing. Have a great day.